you will never understand the reasons why god is drawn to certain individuals okay it is because there is something in them that is part of god which is in them i'm already preaching <laughs> but today we'll relax and preach okay the world might reject you my too loud yeah <laughs> keep sensing his presence tonight is very special because i've been really praying for each one of you i've been really praying for each one of you and uh, i spent my afternoon walking in the backyard almost for 2 hours praying for each one of you even people on zoom calling out that the lord will remember you today and tonight tonight is special can somebody believe it and say tonight is my special night with the lord amen amen yeah i was just saying that there is a god side in every individual and that side of you wow i feel it in my spirit that side of you no matter which human being you go to your best friend your close friend your family whoever it is even to 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 some to some extent even your spouse they will never be able to fully understand the god side of you the sooner you know this reality the better your life becomes the reason is because that side of you is very intimate with the lord i'm talking about those who who walk with the lord people on zoom yeah the world will often reject that side of you you like it or not why do i feel that i can get very loud let me reduce the volume so that side of you really the world will always reject you and you have to make peace with that i'm already prophesying over some of you the sooner you make peace with that the easier the journey on this earth will become i'm trying to say it as simple as possible the call of god in a person's life is foreign to the world because you will do things for him which will make no logic logical sense to your neighbor you will do things to move his heart which your neighbor will never have a revelation of it you will look like a foolish cuckoo to them but you got to say i'm living for the audience of one and to all of them who comes after <laughs> but he's the number one audience when your life begins when your life begins to flow in that rhythm i have news for you not everybody in this world might know you 
but you will be known in heaven. The angels will begin to respect you. In fact, you can reach to a place where even the demons will respect you. I'm not sad preaching. We have a hard stop at nine, but but this is very powerful stuff. This is not even what I was. Are you enjoying this? Something happened um, two days ago. Can I share some personal testimonies? Yeah. Oh, tonight is special. I keep saying that. I'm declaring that because all the angels are getting ready to make it more special for you. And um, two days ago, I was in in the atmosphere of prayer. You know how you can be in an atmosphere of fun? Mm-hmm. You can be in an atmosphere of joy. And they, I was in the atmosphere of prayer. I was communing. I was so much in communion with the Lord. Then I had to run out to the groceries. I mean, to be precise, I had to go to Walgreens to buy something. And uh, the moment I left the house, the front door next to the tree and out, I felt my whole atmosphere shift. I felt a difference, tangible. I left that. I let. I left the circumference of that presence. Now I'm not saying the presence of God is not with me. I was saying the manifest, tangible presence which I was feeling in this room. I left it and I went out, and I, I started going closer and closer to Walgreens. I entered Walgreens, and uh, my goodness, you know your atmosphere can talk to you. The atmosphere you're in can talk to you. I entered Walgreens, and my goodness, it was chaos. It was confusion. Sickness, infirmity, everything that you can imagine—even filth and dirt—it was, it was so, uh, uh, it was all over the place. So what I observed something. I was trying to make my transaction so quick because I noticed even my physical body was not liking it anymore. Oof. Can you, you know, that means to tell me that we can come to a place that we can become so. Acquainted with hosting the presence—that's the right word I was looking for. Hosting the presence of God in a location that, when you don't feel that way in certain locations, you either host Him or you get to warfare and boot some things out. You see what I'm saying? Or you become the conductor of heaven. There are only three options. There is no neutral. You can't just say, "Ah, nice chaos, you know, nice confusion. Ah, that dirty spirit. You're very nice looking. You can't say that." Your 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 spirit man will be irritated. You are all your your without you. The prophet in you is about to smash some things around the corner, you know. And I made my transactions quickly, and I came back. And uh, now I was coming back. I was I knew that I was being infused so much in prayer the last thirteen days, which we have been praying. And certain individuals, certain people. Okay, this is not to. Make you all feel any way, but I'm just saying my encounter. Some people were walking next to me, and before they could turn and look at me, I saw the spirits in them turn and look at me, and then they turned and they were through their eyes. The other things were looking at me. They were like, "Oh, he's here." I said, "I love this. 
I'm happy that they're acknowledging me. It's, it's either they acknowledge me or they don't care about me, right? That means, you know what? Now, now, now I'm going to give you the reality. Our presence was being made known. My presence was being made known to them because I was carrying God's presence. Tonight, I feel that God wants to release you into such a place with him that his presence, that's why the Bible says anointing oil. They poured oil. Wish uh, somebody, what if somebody said you have to do that now? Imagine how all of you will look. <laughs> you get my joke? People on Zoom, then we'll have to catch you and bring you here. Take a jug of oil like Samuel and say, take it. And you're like, where do we go and just take a shower now after this? But in the spirit, his oil, when it comes on you, you smell different. Oof, somebody is receiving already something in the spirit. You smell different. You shine differently. There is oil on you, which is the Holy Spirit. There's oil on you from God. And when you're walking with it, the atmosphere around you has to react to it. And you're coming to that place. Give me the trackpad. I've not started preaching yet. But just, just relax and enjoy, okay? Kajal, I am hearing in the spirit for you. Uh, Kajal, I, uh, I, I hope I got your name right. Yes, yes. Kajal, the Spirit of God is telling me to tell you, I'm looking at the camera, uh, that a particular barrier that is standing between in your family is going to be removed in 72 hours. I don't know why God is giving me 24 hours, 48 hours, and did you enjoy the 24 hours miracle? Maybe I should make, uh, you all heard that, right? That was one powerful miracle. Within 72 hours, there is a barricade that is going to be removed for you, Kajal, and the roadblock will be cleared for you. And that thing, what you're waiting for, it's between you and the Lord. I know that. And the Lord will make it a clear path for you, says the Spirit of God. In the Spirit, I'm seeing like barricades which are set in the Spirit are just being opened. And the Lord says, your barricade shall become a gate for you. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Your tears are seen. Your tears are not just seen. The Lord is saying, tell her your tears are heard. When you cry, there is something about you. I'm seeing you for the first time. When you cry, you don't, you don't cry like others. You love to cry silently. See, I don't know about you. But the Lord is saying, I am, the Lord is saying to tell you that he hears your tears, not only sees them. May everybody hear, may your tears be heard before the Lord. Mm -hmm. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your nearness tonight. So I'm saying your presence can be known. Your presence can be known. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I, it's 
tonight there there is so much i'm i'm feeling in my eyes in my spirit and um, can i take my time and talk okay you know somebody is saying amen through that that's wonderful thank you jesus see, see in the realms of the spirit right now you, okay i'm going to say this welcome to a prophetic house we are a prophetic family we are a prophetic gathering we don't do normal church if we do normal church then we become a cathedral we are not a cathedral <laughs> okay i'm just joking with you guys come on now we may shake up and be happy and and there's something about this i i was wrestling with the lord uh, this whole afternoon and there was things that were happening when i say wrestling i was communing with him and right now in this service tonight i can tell you that before the end of this hour next one hour there are breakthroughs written in the spirit i'm very careful with my words breakthroughs written in the spirit over each one of your lives including mine i'm not i'm not being myself okay each one of your lives on uh, zoom breakthroughs are written over you in the spirit and what is going to happen in one hour is an assignment of writing it on you in the natural can somebody shout an amen so the by the time this word we are done with this word a new world is opening up to you you got to just receive it into your spirit through this word a world in the spirit is opening up for you gateways are opening up raba koreyan talaba great gate gateways are opening up and the poor and you know it is that's what happened to jacob a ladder dropped some of you are going to locate your ladders tonight rene koniyan talabasi kaniyata so so my assignment i i i just want to be so in tune i am praying i i pray, i pray that you're praying too in your spirit that the next one hour that we will go to that place it's already began and that you will just enter that world which god has already written over you so whatever the lord has written in the spirit let be written over you in the next one hour in the mighty name of jesus can somebody shout it amen and receive it you know you got to receive it you got to soak it in ha sekaliya thala bahasa tha zanto robromoni anterebe heshokori andorobo zanto robrobo kosika some of you on zoom get ready tonight tonight i know i keep prophesying every meeting but tonight is special you already heard me say this four times it is no accident it is no accident go with me to first samuel chapter 1 you know last week we touched upon elisha and i went and touched upon samuel and the lord told me <clears throat> to take us there okay this word is going to open up that world for us okay go to first samuel chapter 1 verse 2 <coughs> i preached this morning to a group of people in india and i have to tell you the power of god my goodness 
the power of god's voice i just felt even my monitor was shaking whatever i was preaching this morning it was not the loudness of my voice but i could feel it i could feel it i could feel it and the lord is showing me the same vision he's showing me uh, an oil in in a in a cup like this just flipping over just flipping over and may it flip over each one of you tonight in the mighty name of jesus first samuel chapter 1 verse 2 today settle down we i'm going to take you here step by step okay is they came in tarabaniya torobo tere mere bene mere mene shukuro bahasi katara what i always say like stay in the spirit try to stay in the spirit as much as you can okay first samuel chapter 1 verse 2 okay let's just start from verse 1 I'm going to take you step by step and I know the title says the birth of Samuel okay I think I should not read the first scripture because so many names <laughs> this so you know too much who's the biblical scholar in the room who can pronounce it accurately uh you know what give me give me grace I'll just start from uh, second chapter 1 verse 2 but i will tell you there was a man called elkana and he had two wives okay now i'll read chapter 1 verse 2 of first samuel <coughs> he had two wives the name of one was hannah and the name of other phinina and phinina had children but hannah had no children okay I'll just look at me let's go there the meaning bible talks about <coughs> recording a story of an individual and most of you know is the birth of samuel but the bible is very specific the bible talks about this man called elkana The name Elkanah means possessed by God. What a specific name. Possessed by God. Possessed by God. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah. The name Hannah means grace. Everybody say grace. And the name of the other Penina Penina means precious. Everybody say precious. My precious, you know, <laughs> precious. And the Bible says and Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. You got to see same man. Two wives, different results. one is called precious one is called grace the man is like possessed by god he has a relationship with two wives life has mysteries even the way god she used the word orchestra right orchestra orchestrates an individual's life 
prophetic individual's life is always loaded with mysteries because it is in seeking the secrets of god and solving the mystery of god which is set forth from the foundations of your creation god is glorified okay let me say that one more time prophetic people they will have mysteries in their life you won't know everything but yet you begin to seek everything through him he is the one who has put the mystery for your life and he is the one who also unlocks the mystery for you you see the mannerism of god but in doing that he gets the glory and in doing that you become a partner with him wow and yet and then through that he'll begin to call you as your own just because you wanted the secrets of god to be revealed you became a partaker of his secret oh we are going somewhere tonight and when you become a partaker of his secret he gives you the secret and you become part of his secret and that cultivates a relationship which is so extraordinary out of the ordinary and you become somebody different do you know something this is the makeup of every individual person who's prophetically called i wish somebody told me this when i was a 14 year old kid when i was being rejected 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 i did not understand why i would try to fit into everybody's book to be the good boy that they will love me they will care for me they will nurture me but at the end no matter what i do there's always rejection and i would feel like god why what am i missing and there's no reason for it and then loneliness is all of a sudden that this thing that i can be in a crowd and be alone ah god you're taking us somewhere and you know there's loneliness it was like god why am i like this trying hard to understand myself but in that loneliness i began to do one thing which was like an automatic reaction to being lonely and that just to make jesus your best friend i just began to talk to him i just said okay lord looks like nobody wants me <laughs> you know lord so what do we do today how what's going on how's the weather i'm like i don't know like you know the weather you know you know just just those interactions i know i know some of you here you had that journey with me as 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 kiddish as it sounds somewhere i felt through my life's journey nick i felt there was somebody on the other side listening to these conversations i don't know if you feel his presence leboni antorobonia tarabadi torobo bosekeli and 
he he is drawn to the ones who are contrite in their spirit as high as he is as high and high majestic and glorious he is this is what he says yet i'm drawn to this one that one which is broken and contrite in the spirit you can have all the people on zoom i know you're listening to me you can have all the right qualifications you can all have the right titles you can have everything but if your heart is not wanting him no matter hundreds of people will pray around you you'll never receive him but yet you can come to that place of such brokenness lord i don't want to cry you can come to the place of just that contrite spirit and you go before him face down face down like no other and he's listening to you like this king of majesty stops doing everything and says what is my son saying what is my daughter saying i want to hear her i want to hear him that's that, that's kind of the story here this man is like i'm possessed by god everything is right one is precious this lady has 10 kids or something and she's very proud and she's very precious everything is fine look at this everything is fine in her life everything is perfect perfect picture perfect perfection everything is good the other one nothing is happening good hmm? but yet god says i have grace over your life and yet there is no manifestation of that grace but yet god is like i have grace over your life i don't know whom i'm talking to but i do know that some of you are feeling like that on zoom and here in fact many of you you know that the grace of god is abundant over your life you know that he loves you and you know that you love him but somewhere you feel like why is that grace not realized please today i'm talking hard to that's why i sat down and when and every time you have the grace of god on your life so powerful and you don't see it manifest satan makes the most of that situation people on zoom you are with us here he makes the most of that situation yet god is not insecure Oof. yet god is like it doesn't matter do you see the stance of god do you see the stance of god god is like it is okay i have put my grace on hannah i know i've been so gracious to her my grace is abundant on hannah it has not manifested yet and god knows the enemy is trying to attack her huh and god is not moved can i tell you a secret about god he knows he made you 
He knows he made you and me. What do I mean by that? He knows at the end you will glorify him. It is for those kind of people. He will put his grace on your life and he will just wait because at the end of time, he knows you will stand tall. You will stand still before him and you will stand strong in the Lord, unmoved by the enemy's taunts. That's why he put his grace on Hannah. In this scenario, the first half of her life looked like, oh, if God loved me, then where is he? Come on, am I talking to you? Is the Lord talking to you? God, where are you? The heavens are looking brass. I'm seeing brass. Heavens are looking brass. You know, there's a mean, there's a, there's a, there's a saying they say like when everything is still, nothing is moving. Maybe nothing is moving from our perspective. But he has actually moved everything without you even seeing it. And he has put a stillness because you, he doesn't want you to get distracted. I'm talking the language of God. I'm giving you behind the behind the curtains, behind the scenes, behind the scenes. I'm giving behind the scenes. God has orchestrated everything for you and he makes the heaven look brass like it is shut. And you are thinking, my God, where is he? Why doesn't he come through for me yet? And he can trust you. You see the side of God? Please, you won't read this in any book because I got it this afternoon. While you are sitting and saying, God, why don't you show up yet? I'm doing everything right. I love you. I know you love me. But nothing has moved in my life. And God is like, I am confident in you, little one. I know you will stand through this. And at the end, people on Zoom, and at the end, you will come through like gold. You will, you will exactly come to that location where I want you to come. And I trust you, little one, because I made you. I made you with my fingers. My fingerprints are upon your life. And I made you. I formed you in such a way that I know your responses. I know your reactions. And I know where you will come at the end. Because of that, I can trust you with this wilderness. Because of that, I can trust you with this disappointment. Because of that, I can trust you with this pain. Because of that, I can trust you with this rejection. I don't know whom I'm talking to tonight. But if God can trust you with pain, with rejection, He's trusted you, then the others more. If He can trust you with heartbreak and say, she, he, they will come out like gold. That means, oh, he could trust a King David. And he could trust a Hannah. <laughs> he could trust a Hannah in such a way 
he puts a hana that this man of god possessed by god and she sees this lady has children but there's no results in her life and that is the movement i want you to connect the dots i know you are you're 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 putting yourself in her shoes and that is the movement satan the one who hates you and me because we are trying to take the position he had before god i believe you already taken it can somebody celebrate that and he's like how do i displace them from that position and he's working hard night and day day and night he's doing all this and what does he do he comes to you with a facade oh i got introduced to that word this morning when i was preaching to <laughs> they're going to watch this video later and they're going to laugh about it uh, i was prophesying as i was preaching and i said the facade of the enemy and 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 i said what does it mean <laughs> and all of them started looking up on zoom in the, in uh, okay. hey one who joined morning is also here okay she she i said facade and this is the point of time when the enemy brings a facade you know what's a facade i enjoyed the definition of it a false reality can i tell you something tonight the lord has anointed me and i have no doubts about it and i do believe you will believe that he has anointed me to break every facade of the enemy in your life in this season in the mighty name of jesus a facade a facade is something that you believe a false reality which is not the truth may i tell you right now whatever you think is not moving it's a facade come on get this into your spirit anna was living in a facade a facade a facade of the enemy oh nothing my finances are not moving my relationships are not moving this is not moving my health is not moving i don't know my job my career my ministry whatever it is don't get married to a false facade because the you know the number one guy who introduces facades is the devil he introduced the same even to eve and he will try to introduce a facade a facade is a false identity you know hannah received a false identity in her life that she was barren <laughs> but what if i tell you god even trusts his children i'm showing the god confidence tonight god says i know this one satan your facade wait and watch my daughter my son they will break through this because i have given them an anointing to break through kalabasi mm. kariyata because i know their dna i have a dna of fire inside of them the fire that cannot be shut inside of their bones this one oh go ahead do whatever you want to do at the end of day look at them shine and rise and take their position that's what 
that's what the lord looked at hana and said the lord is like don't worry my dear i have the perfect one thing for you the one thing for you i have prepared you to birth a samuel i prepared you to birth a prophet not having 10 or 100 kids like a sheepfold i hope you got it not to create a sheepfold i'm not interested in that for you for you i have one special assignment break through the facade smash through the iron gates come out through the bronze gates don't buy into that facade and hana really 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 maneuvered it so well can i tell you something you know why the enemy intimidates us please you are also quiet it's okay take your time it's take your time tonight is special i keep saying that because i heard the lord say that i need to keep declaring that over us it is it is it is it is ah you know the why uh, you know why the enemy is intimidated with you you know why is you intimidate him she she got it she got it now everybody needs to get it one more time we go for the same thing you know why the enemy intimidates you because you intimidate him he fears you and he falls projects his fear on you so that he can shut you with the things that he has the thing he has is fear oh this this should become i i my language ammunition in your spirit fire power why does he intimidate you because he's intimidated you will rise up once you're gone out like a rocket booster out of the gravity he's nowhere pulling you down he lost you so he's like i cannot keep him her grounded so before they launch fear intimidate why do you intimidate me because i'm intimidated with you that's exactly okay let me tell you something you know why dogs bark come on dog lovers in the room people on zoom they usually say dogs bark because they're getting intimidated right that is the defense mechanism they want to get at you because they are scared wow that's how the enemy is if he's getting at you then you should actually be say ah i'm good at this you got to say i i am intimidating somebody you got to say you 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 want to intimidate me i know who i am I know who's I am. I know what is carrying me. There is somebody beyond me, but you, I don't know who you have beyond you. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do, but I know one thing, the one who loves me. He's stronger than any man because he's not a man. He is the king of glory. You got to come to that place. This is exactly how Hannah fought for it. you are already journeying in this spirit i am watching all of your spirit you remember i told you prophets can watch the spirit not your physical body 
I'm pushing your spirit to a posture before the Lord's nearness, you know, before His presence. So that when you come to that place, what is written in the spirit, oil flips over you. It's written on your natural world, and then you become a real, real dangerous. Hallelujah. What did Hannah do? She fought. How did she fight? Listen, the grace of God on her life was so powerful, no manifestation. Time is passing, no manifestation. Go to 1 Samuel again. I'll read some more scriptures because I can keep on preaching, but I want you to see it too. I'm using this so that you understand the mannerism of God. Okay? The word will unlock the worlds of God for you. Don't forget that, okay? Keep that one line with you. The word of the spirit, not just textbook, you know, which has come from the Lord is what unlocks it, okay? 1 Samuel 5 and 7, this is what it says. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion because he loved her, though the Lord had closed her womb. Hey, it makes no sense. The husband loved her more, gave her double portion of things because he loved her, Though the Lord had closed her womb. Here, in fact, the Bible is so precise, it's putting the blame on God. Mm -hmm. It didn't say the enemy shut her womb. It says God had closed the womb. This is what I love about the Bible because when the Holy Spirit talks about God, the Holy Spirit makes it clear. It was not a false belief. Oh, you need to get this. It was not a false belief that God had closed the room. It was a reality because the Bible was inspired by the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit wrote this. And even with this revelation, I was saying, God, did you really close the room? God said, go back and read. And I kept reading this. I'm like, hey, this so tells so many times. And the Lord said, I said, did you do it? God said, read. And I read twice. I'm like, okay, God, no more questions. No more questions. And the Lord had closed the room. And see this verse six. And her rival. In fact, my Bible puts the Lord in capitals. Did you say your Bible do that too? Yes. And the Lord had closed the room. And verse 6. And her rival used to provoke her grievously. To irritate her. Sounds like the devil. <laughs> when you're waiting on something. When you're waiting for something to come through in your life. You are trusting the Lord. He's sitting there and poking you. Facebook caught that thing and they introduced poke okay, a long time ago. That shows me how old I've used the Facebook, right? You didn't get the joke. Very good. <laughs> Poking. You know, the enemy provoked her. You know, the enemy's job, tonight you are going to be different because the enemy's job is to provoke you away from God. When you don't see something happen, when you don't see that thing, that promise has come to pass. You're waiting on him for an extended period of time. What does he do? He's provoking you. He provokes you to a place and he wants you to question God. He provokes you to a place where unbelief can get him. He provokes you to a place where you can partner with a lie and say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a bad confession. You know, sometimes 
I have caught myself because the prophetic grace on my life, it makes me catch my own words. When I've said, I don't know, as a normal word, and God said, really? I'm like, what? Who's saying? He's like, oh, don't say I don't know. I will know. Change it. Change, change your vocabulary. Your, your declarations are powerful. You're speaking life over yourself. So here, the, the devil is provoking her to irritate her grievously. And then again, it says, because the Lord had closed her womb. People of God, it is like this. Life, life is like this. I told you it's a mystery. It's like, it's like people sitting in the same church row for 10 years and just making up a dramatic scene. Okay, 10 years. And you're like, this one is like this, blessed. That one is blessed this way. This one is good. Yet we are all friends. We are in the same boat, in the same church. Oh God, what about me? It's not a joke. I'm being very, I'm bringing the heart of God to you. And you are like, God, what is it that's wrong with me? That everybody is not rejected, only me. I am here. God, what's going on with me? What's going on with me? What's going on with me? And you're like, God, don't I do the same church? Same things, same everything. Why special, different treatment between them and me? What is wrong with me, God? That is why, that is the time when the heavens look like brass. Everything is shut. And that is the moment the devil will come and the Satan will bring comparison. He'll begin to tell you, oh, you, look, look that one. Look at you. Look this one. False reality, facade, facade, facade. If you will give in to that, the danger is God has actually set you up. And then you can break the setup of God. I, I need to explain that. You can say, was Hannah just thinking she was barren? But the Bible says the Lord had closed the room twice. I told you, right? Twice. What if I tell you that God had purposely done it? Mm -hmm. The Bible is very clear. There's a blame on God, mm -hmm. right? Literally. Yeah. Did not God see, this is what I want to ask you, did not God see how she would feel? People on Zoom? Did not God see how she would feel hurt, broken, insecure, insufficient, Every negative feeling you can imagine would go through her. But God allowed it. You know why? Do you feel the presence of God? I feel the presence of God all of a sudden. Because God doesn't want you, you're with me, to love Him through feelings. He wants your love to be real. If your love for the Lord can go beyond your feelings, beyond the treatment of people, beyond the rejection, which becomes the birthplace of acceptance in the Lord, you know, 
the nearness of God. If you can go through all this human realm, you will get connected to the real realm of unquenchable, ah, unshakable, un, there's no lies. It is the real deal love, which is like fire as well as like, like glory. It is all that. He's actually pushing you to exit. Exit out of the human realm of love when you get connected to him to the realm of God's love, which is beyond feelings. Is somebody receiving this on Zoom? You got to come to that place. You know, in fact, God was accessing that for, sorry, God was accelerating that process for Hannah. Can I prophesy over some of you that God is actually accelerating your dependency on him? Oof. More than your dependency on your own feelings. More than your dependency on your own giftings. More than your dependency on your own calling too. That you will push beyond that realm where you enter the God realm. Oh Lord, that is where the, the dependency on God becomes your realm. Oof, where... Where, where one demon cannot flip you anymore. Oh, where one, one thing cannot make you stumble. But you become so solid rock connected with this Jesus. That you will be like, come high water, flood, whatever they say. Come fire, drowning, whatever it is. But I am unmoved because I am yoked with the lover of my soul. And even the tactic of fear and intimidation... One word. Right now, as I'm speaking these words, I want you to know there is somebody speaking this over you. There is a there's a realm of the spirit that's opening through you through this word. A new world in the spirit is opening up. I just see I just see a portal in this direction. Have you seen an hourglass? Come on, people. Have you seen an hourglass? An hourglass. Uh, an hourglass. It is like this. Right now, in the realms of the spirit, as my eyes are being opened. I see an hourglass right here on all of you. It is like this. That realm is opening up. That realm is opening up. And this is the place of ascension and descension. And this realm opens up for those who say, I'm not going to be fooled by my soul anymore. Wow. Wow. Please. Please. Don't, don't live just to gratify your soul. There is a realm of the spirit. If you can exit from the gratification of the soul, you enter a realm of the spirit. Oh, that realm. That's the realm where God commands the angels. You walk with the angels. You don't just walk, you talk, you commune. You, you're going to another dimension where glory becomes not around you, part of you. Where then you walk into a Walgreens and the demons inside of people will look at you and say, oh my God, he's coming near my aisle. That is the place where you say, where you say, wow, God, this soul can belong to the Lord because I carry a higher dimension of authority. There's no dog fight there. You know what's a dog fight? There's no dog fight. The realm where you look at a dog and say, shh, and has to leave because the dog understands you're no more fearful. You're coming with a higher power. You're coming with a higher authority. That authority of heaven moves things. And that is, that, how, how does this open up? We need to ask the right questions. Because only with right questions come right answers, right? Asking questions is important. 
Having said that, next week we should do some question answers. Okay. See this when the enemy provoked Hannah, there was something that God's grace had done in Hannah's life. You know what? She had pushed herself out of the soulish realm. You know, it's like today I feel good, so I will do church. Tomorrow I don't feel good, I don't do church. Today I feel good, so I will pray. Tomorrow I don't feel good. God, I'm angry with you. No, you're not going to get one praise from me today. <laughs> yeah, making a joke out of it. You're like, I'm not going to look at you today because I am a two-year-old throwing my tantrum because I didn't get my way. No. Too much of two-year-old stories. So, no, you you don't operate like that. You you operate outside of the realm of your soul. You say like God, my spirit will have an unmistaken, unbroken communion with the Holy Spirit. That is my portion. This is my portion. This is my revelation. Hannah had one revelation. The grace of God upon Hannah did something very powerful for her. You know what it is? She had never give up. Okay? You know, the moment I say never give up, it becomes very worldly kind of way. But can I show how she was in that same scripture? When the enemy provoked her, rather than running away, she ran in. Oh, devil, you slap me. I'm going back into the presence of God. Oh, you, 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 you barked at me. I'm going back to Jesus. You know, you are coming after me with taunts. I am going more powerfully into his presence. You want to oppress me in this area? Watch me. Jesus, I'm coming before you. Now this point, you know who's going to bail out quickly? Come on, are you getting it? Yeah. You know, because the ammunition in your spirit is increasing and increasing. Every time he taunts you, you go with him. Then he's like, ah, I'm winning the battle. But every time he provokes you, you go more into the presence of him. He's like, this lady is dangerous. This man is dangerous. Every time I bring something, he is going closer to Jesus. He's like, I don't want to mess up with this one. You see, you're getting my language. So the Bible says here, but he has a tactic. He has something. Listen, you need to know something about the devil. You want to know? He has studied human beings for 6,000 plus years. He has all his minions and he studied people. If I push this button, this is a reaction. If I push this button, this is what he will do. If I create this conflict, this, 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 this. He has studied people. He's a good legal expert. He studied it. The only way his study becomes useless is when you exit the soulish realm. Wow. Take that. Get it. Because soulish realm is dependent on feelings. Interactions, reactions, everything, conflict, everything is dependent on the soulish realm. And he studied people for 6,000 years. But when you get acquainted with the Holy Spirit, and when he pushes all the buttons and you say, I exit from God, what are you telling me? When you begin to go in that way, when you begin to operate in that way, you are acting like God. 
Listen, the Bible says those who are led by the Spirit are called the sons and daughters of God. Those who are led by the Spirit. It doesn't say those who are filled with the Spirit. There's a difference. You can get filled today and you need a filling again tomorrow. We need to keep getting filled, right? Do you believe that? We need to keep getting the Holy Spirit to fill us every now and then. We need to get to that place. But the Bible is saying those who are led are called the sons and not. Meaning when you're led by the Spirit, you're operating like an offspring of God. Wow. People on Zoom. When you're led by His Spirit, your things become different. Hannah did the same thing here. Every time the enemy provoked her, this is what it says about her. So it went on year by year. Listen. Consistency. Year after, went on year by year. It didn't say one day. It didn't say one week. Do you see, do you see her spirit? Do, do you see Hannah's spirit? She was so in touch with God that her enemy was also constantly nagging her year after year. But she went to the house of the Lord. She used to, as often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. Therefore, Hannah wept and would not eat. The keys of Hannah, Hannah's life is very powerful. She wept, you know, but where? Location matters. She didn't cry before people. She wept in the presence of God. <laughs> she did few things. She refused to register the false identity of the devil. Facade. She didn't register it to her spirit. She kept persisting after God. You know, your reality in the spiritual realm changes based on your revelation. One more time. Your reality in the spiritual world, in the spiritual realm, is dependent on the revelation in your spirit. I'm going to say one more statement. For some people, their revelation is their limitation. You can go to a church nearby. Uh, I don't want to get into that place. Okay. Maybe you go into some place. They don't believe that God speaks to you. What has that done to them? Their revelation that God doesn't speak now is their limitation. Don't tell me it's their advantage. Their revelation that you can never see angels. They will never see it. Their revelation, they'll broadcast it over everybody else. All their listeners will not see it. Their revelation has become their limitation. Now, as much as we can have fun on that statement, but we need to ask sometimes ourselves, what is my revelation of you, Lord? Is there somewhere that's caused a limitation in me? Is there somewhere, feel the heartbeat of God, is there somewhere I've agreed to a facade of the devil in my life? False reality. Whereas the lover of your soul is waiting for you to break through. This is where I love about Hannah. 
she broke through that facade. She kept as much as she cried, as much as she felt hopeless, as much as she felt broken, but she took it. She dragged herself to the feet of the Lord. Can you find yourself in life in a place where no matter what happens, you to the presence of Jesus, where you cry, you weep, you roll, you laugh, you dance, whatever that is, but you're doing it there. And you come in such a fashion that heaven sees you. That when the Lord locates you, he's like, I have not only seen her tears, I hear them. Because when you break that facade, you're changing your destination. Oh, did you get that? When you break that facade of the devil, you're changing your spiritual address to achieve. Did you get, did you get my language? Because you're breaking that false reality is going to be your end. Right? The devil's false reality of what Hannah's life was, you will remain like this. But she said, not today, Satan. Not today, devil. She kept saying, no, I push beyond this. I go beyond this. I'm going after this. She did not agree to that facade. She pushed through it. And what happened to her? She changed her physical destination too. Is this word changing your spiritual destination? Is this somewhere going to tell you that I'm not going to agree for less? I'm not going to say yes to the lower self. I'm not going to say to the lower self because the revelation in my spirit is my God will answer me. And she went into the presence of the Lord year after year. She dragged herself. Now to the question. We're going to finish soon because we're almost at time. Yeah, because the Lord, now you need to ask all this. Why is God doing this? You can tell me, don't lose me now. You can tell me that Hannah was waiting on God. But I can tell you something more. God was actually waiting on her. Okay? Are you with me? You can tell me, no, 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 prophet, no, 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 pastor, whatever you call me. You, you, Hannah is the one who went into the presence of God year after year. She cried before the Lord. But I'm here to tell you that God was allowing that to bring her to a place in the spirit where he needed her exited out of that soulish realm, connected in that spiritual realm where he could do a transaction with her. Wow. So can I tell you something? Some of you are sitting and waiting upon certain things. But beyond the curtains of the spirit, God is actually waiting on you to bring you to a special place that his grace will move you to a special location in the spirit where he has a unique transaction to be made with your spirit. And when that happens, when that happens, you will birth the extraordinary. This is the place you're saying, Amen. That is where you don't have a sheepfold. That is where, you know, you know, you, this is where she became the extraordinary from the ordinary. 
I have to tell some of you here, forget being on the world's timetable. Forget it. Today you need to tell God, I don't care if I'm on the world's timetable, time clock. I don't care about it. As long as I'm on your timetable, as long as I'm on your calendar, it is well with my soul. It is well with my spirit because the transactions of heaven will never end. <laughs> the transactions of heaven will never stop with my life. And I am a carrier of heaven on earth. Ah, uh, this is where God qualifies you, people of God. This is, in fact, God's setup of qualifying her. This was not God's setup of discarding her or rejecting her. This was God qualifying Hannah. God was like, God was telling angels, look, look, watch, watch. She's coming there. She's coming there. This Sunday, this time, this year, this month, this week, she's going to come to that spiritual location before me. And she made it. 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 And you shall make it in the mighty name of Jesus. God was moving Hannah to his nearness. God, you know, God has a way of making you desperate. Not the worldly way. Worldly desperation you know, some people want money. I want money. I want money. And the devil comes and says, go rob. They will do it. But there is a desperation that can come into your spirit. You with me? That can unlock creativity inside of you. That can unlock a kind of prayer from you. That can unlock a kind of vision in you. My goodness. Can unlock a kind of prophetic in you. Hey, I want to push you to that place. I don't want you. I don't want you to be in a place of prophetic where you can prophesy over every over everybody and say, "God, I'm loving prophesying." No, no. You got to come to a place where you can say, "God, I want to see tomorrow before tomorrow today ends." You, I want you to come to a place where you live and breathe and walk with this God, where you become so connected to Him uh, that your life becomes prophetic. Can somebody shout an amen? Come on, keep keep engaging in the spirit. Keep engaging in the spirit. God moved Hannah to that place. He brought her to that place. And, and the moment she came there, read 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 10 and 11. We are almost there, okay? Lata, are you moving to that place? Are you moving to that? Read this with me. People on Zoom, are you with me? People on Zoom, are you with me? I have prayed for each one of you. You know, today I opened the Telegram group and I walked for two hours. I'm, God is my witness. I'm, I'm, I was looking at each one of your names and I was declaring and decreeing things over you because I said, more than my words, may spiritual transactions happen over you tonight. Before this world is over, let that world open up to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Believe it or not, I'm telling you, things are opening up to you right now here in the spirit. If you are a spiritually sensitive person, I know you already know it. It's happening. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 10 and 11. She was deeply distressed. Watch this. And prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. Ah, that's the stature of a general in the spirit. Can you come to a place you were deeply distressed and pray to the Lord. <laughs> Everything was against Job. Huh? The Bible says, 
he rent his clothes put sackcloth on his head tore his clothes fell to the ground did what worship the lord the stature of a spiritual man the stature of a spiritual woman is described here she was deeply distressed and prayed to the lord and wept bitterly and do you see the next thing she says you ready for this and she vowed a vow and said this was the place people of god this is the place god wanted to meet hana this is the place the holy spirit wanted hana to arrive look at that look at the scripture and she vowed a vow and said oh lord of hosts watch this we are almost done i feel the presence of god if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant is a way she was moving god's heart watch her words but will give to your servant a son pause everybody look at me was this a request or a prophecy out of my belly shall flow rivers rivers of living waters yeah yeah the distress was in her soul but she broke out of that realm and now she begins to pray through the spirit and without her the holy spirit is releasing a river through her and the river is telling through her own mouth but will give to your servant a son watch the next sentence it's more crazy people on zoom you're seeing this then i will give him to the lord hey this makes no sense then why do you want a son please people on zoom are you with me god if you'll give me this i'll give it back to you makes no logical sense to me i don't know if it makes logical sense to you okay there's the song justifies it out of my belly shall flow river she has becoming a vessel she's becoming a heavenly vessel she was becoming a heavenly vessel for invasion of heaven on earth ah, do you feel the glory in this room just that must be just shifted this is what i was calling you to she was becoming the hourglass parabak take it take it take it take it she's becoming the glory opener ah people on zoom take it don't wait for it she's becoming the glory opener she was like god i'm becoming the vessel to transport that prophet over the nation of israel ha sha ta 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 i am becoming the vessel that receives the heavenly transaction and brings it down 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 to this earth i am the one before you give me i surrender everything did you hear that just what i said if you can come to that place in your life that before you get that blessing you can surrender it to him then the lord will become comfortable with you ah uh, can god find comfortable individuals 
who surrender to an extension to an extent you surrender to an extent where even before the blessing comes you're given it to the lord then god can trust you with his heavenly dimensions ala bakani ata ta 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 take it the fire of god is here rab rasata kasi kata ta 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 you come to that place where you say god i don't know i'm just a vessel i'm just a hand maiden of the lord made for you designed for you a vessel for you to birth the prophetic in this timeline in this generation a transactions of heaven happens through me because i am a hana shakata oh! hana is not just a, a woman or a man it's hana is a is a grace it's a dispensation of a spirit that brings the prophetic lara bara 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 some of you i was contending so much for you this afternoon you don't even you won't even understand you know before i step in to preach i build altars i build physical i put sacrifices with money i say lord for this one you have to bless her with this one lord this breakthrough this miracle i just don't prophesy i build altars and i say god the fire has to fall on the sacrifice lara mana kasika tira bara bara i i we function differently this prophetic house is different we see god in a way exit out of your norm rena makari andaraba and this one i shall give him to the lord all the days of his life ana what is it about you it is because this god wanted to do the extraordinary in her life and he is like now i'm ready to release that samuel listen people of god don't let anything hijack you the soul is a place where ambition can hijack you even can i be honest even ministry ambition can hijack us from the voice of god you got to be so in tune with him that you are not led by your feelings you're led by him i know this god azala kabari sometimes i i i am baffled how he operates even even this woman of god who is who is here from california she has friends in the city she has so many people i i look at her and i think like god why is she here she has so many people you know what there are some people who sold out to the voice of god they don't care if you're in the good company bad books rejected anything they're like i will be where my god tells me to be period tonight the lord is opening up i'm seeing that hourglass in the spirit it's actually hovering over all of you it's a hourglass it's a huge one you know have you seen hourglass it is like a portal that that that's the shape of the portal it is like this portal it's like this you are here heaven is here but there is a portal that's opening it's dropping on some of you receive the fire of the holy spirit may it enter your bones right now in the mighty name of jesus shikaria charaba baba basikaria cha 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 zamla mario toroboko sikoriando robobo siterebe terebere berebere come on open up your spirit and begin to pray don't wait for me it's happening all over this place laraka sikatira yatara baba baba ha